Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints. This is David. And in this video, I'm going to talk about the three unclean spirits in the sixth vial of Revelation 16. So what's the proper context? I show in previous videos how the first part of the sixth vial has already been fulfilled. The great Ottoman Empire, symbolized by the river Euphrates, dried up and they were only left with the country of Turkey, which is the source of the Euphrates River. When they lost control of the Middle East, it prepared the way of the kings of the East, the Khazar Jews, who are descendants of the Khazar Kingdom in Eastern Europe, who converted to Judaism, so they are Jews by religion, not blood. Of them, Messiah said that they are of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. The Balfour Declaration gave the land of Palestine to Lord Rothschild, Gog, in 1917 and it's been populated with Khazar Jews, Magog. And so to have a complete understanding of those explanations that I'm summarizing, just listen to my previous videos. So the context of the three unclean spirits is the early 20th century. Revelation 16, 13 to 14 says, And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth, and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. I see two applications of the unclean spirits which are intertwined. In the New Testament, the term unclean spirits describes a demonically possessed person. It may be pointing to the unholy trinity of Satan, the dragon, demonically possessing the Antichrist beast Pope and the false prophet Jesuit superior general, as they carry out his agenda. Out of their mouths come three things which gather the world's leaders to the confrontation with Messiah's saints. When you look at the context of the three unclean spirits, there are many wars. The drying up of the Ottoman Empire involved many battles, as they were defeated by Greece, Russia, England, France, Egypt, and Great Britain. Revelation 16.14 points to a great battle. Says, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Revelation 19, 19-20 points to the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, and the Antichrist beast Pope gathering to make war with Messiah and his saints. And it says, and I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him. So the context seems to be war. Up until this point, Revelation has only pointed to events that occurred on the earth, the land of the Roman Empire. But now, a shift in the focus has occurred, as the whole world is pointing to all the earth. The three unclean spirits seem to be pointing to the Antichrist beast Pope and false prophet Jesuit superior general, contriving three world wars to push the world into their one world government, which is described in the seventh bowl. They creak like frogs through their controlled assets when they create a problem to cause a reaction to justify their solution. This generates their desired outcome. 
If you ever live near a pond, you understand the volume of the collective sounds of many frogs. It's quite overwhelming. We see this kind of thing take place when the evil ones use their controlled political leaders, business leaders, the media, and popular figures to creak like frogs to promote an agenda. Look at the events of 9-11. They created a problem to generate an emotional reaction in Americans so that they could justify the Patriot Act which is used to spy on Americans, and to justify wars on countries which had nothing to do with the events in New York City and D.C. We see it with ISIS, as they show videos of people being killed to generate an emotional response so that they can justify dropping tens of thousands of bombs on countries every year. But the evil ones were behind the events of 9-11, and they were behind ISIS, which they fund, arm, and control. Freemasonry leader Albert Pike wrote a letter to Mazzini on August 15, 1871, in which he outlined plans for three world wars that were seen as necessary to bring about the one world order. For a short time, this letter appeared on display in the British Museum Library in London. It was copied by William Guy Carr, former intelligence officer in the Royal Canadian Navy. Now, it might seem odd to cite a revered Freemason who was a Luciferian, but the enemy has a code of ethics, if you will, as they tell their plans ahead of time so that people are without an excuse. Luciferians believe that Satan is the good God and that the God of the Bible is the bad God. This is how they justify heinous crimes against humanity. Pike's plan calls for communism, Nazism, and political Zionism to be used to foment three world wars. So we have three evil ideologies potentially causing three world wars, which dramatically reshape the world to push it into their one world government, in which their primary goal will be to control all humanity and to eliminate Messiah saints as they gather the kings of the earth to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. So let's look at how Satan used the false prophet, Jesuit spirit general, and the Antichrist beast pope to help instigate the wars. About World War I, Albert Pike foretold, the First World War must be brought about in order to permit the Illuminati to overthrow the power of the Tsars in Russia and of making that country a fortress of atheistic communism. The divergences caused by the agentur of the Illuminati between British and Germanic empires will be used to foment this war. At the end of the war, communism will be built and used in order to destroy other governments and in order to weaken the religions. Have we not seen that take place? The false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, and the Antichrist Beast Pope fomented World War I, causing the overthrow of Russia's Tsars, which brought in atheistic communism, which has been used to destroy other governments and weaken the religions. They caused the Ottoman Empire to lose control of Palestine to prepare the way for the Khazar Jews, the kings of the East, to populate it. So they took control of Russia, which was filled with Khazar Jews, they used it to kill tens of millions of Orthodox Christians, and then many of those Khazar Jews came into the land of Palestine to take it over. About World War III, Albert Pike says, The Second World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. This war must be brought about so that Nazism is destroyed, and that the political Zionism be strong enough to institute a sovereign state of Israel in Palestine. During the Second World War, international communism must be strong enough in order to balance Christendom, which would be then restrained and held in check until the time when we would need it for the final social cataclysm. The false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, and the Antichrist Beast Pope fomented World War by empowering Hitler and the Nazi regime to persecute Jews 
to strengthen political Zionism and justify the creation of their sovereign state of Israel. So the drying up of the Ottoman Empire led to the creation of the kingdoms of Syria, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, and the Zionist state of Israel, which sets up the theater of the last world war between Muslim countries and Israel. About World War III, Albert Pike foretold, the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agentur of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. The three created ideologies of communism, Nazism, and political Zionism are the political forces that led to two world wars. The power of countries was changed forever, and hundreds of millions of people died. And we can see how those events were intertwined with political Zionism to justify the creation of the state of Israel. Is it not feasible that World War III between Muslim countries and Israel, with Russia and the USA becoming involved, will cause severe damage to countries and people and to the economy and push the world into the one world government? I think so. The evil ones have stolen the wealth of the nations and they have created a huge market bubble by inflating the market with money printed out of thin air. It will collapse, so they need someone to blame to deflect blame away from the bankers, from themselves. The sixth vial may be referring to the three world wars or the three false ideologies created to cause those wars. When we look back, we can see the Pope's involvement in the world wars. Out of their mouth came words that pushed the war's agenda. History shows that the world wars fit the time frame, as World War I started in 1914, just as the Ottoman Empire had dried up. As a river is dried up, frogs issue from its bed and banks and fill the air with croakings. As the Ottoman Empire dried up, the Muslim countries came to power and they continually talk, croak about war with Israel. The first two world wars have significantly shifted the balance of power globally and allowed the Society of Jesus to take over large countries. We can see how the Society of Jesus causes countries' leaders to continually talk, croak like frogs, and promote their agenda. They create problems to generate a reaction, to provide a solution, and so advance the cause of the Society of Jesus. Interestingly, the term frog march applies to countries' leaders being forced to do something against their will. Harrop's Essential English Dictionary says, You are frog-marched somewhere when you are forced to walk there by two people holding you firmly in each arm. The prophecy points that two demon-possessed leaders, unclean spirits, the false prophet Jesuit Superior General, and the Antichrist Beast Pope of Rome, who exert their influence on nations' leaders to carry out three world wars to push the world into their one-world government. No doubt the Society of Jesus control countries' leaders through financial manipulation, through blackmail for their many evil deeds, etc. Then they can strong-arm these leaders to do what they want them to do, including taking their country to war. The Roman Beast Kingdom, represented by Iron in Daniel 2, controls the powerful Muslim countries, the Myri Clay, such as Saudi Arabia, and they control Zionist Israel through the Rothschild family. World War III will take place when the enemy wishes to push their agenda to the next level. These three contrived political agendas and three world wars will push the world into the one world government. If, when, the enemy uses World War III to cause a worldwide economic collapse, we can see how the United States would be forced to submit to a one world government. Americas would not be able to buy and sell, 
and the commerce system, which provides food, water, and fuel, would be shut down. This would cause people worldwide to beg for a one-world government to end religious wars and stabilize the economy. The world wars and revolutions occur because the Jesuits want to establish a one-world government with the papacy at its head. 19th century theologian Luigi de Sanctis tells us, At what then do the Jesuits aim? According to them, they only seek the greater glory of God. But if you examine the facts, you will find that they aim at universal dominion alone. They have rendered themselves indispensable to the Pope, who, without them, could not exist because Catholicism is identified with them. They have rendered themselves indispensable to governors and hold revolutions in their hands. And in this way, either under one name or another, it is they who rule the world. In the book, The Secret History of the Jesuits, Edmund Paris says, The public is practically unaware of the overwhelming responsibility carried by the Vatican and its Jesuits in the starting of the two world wars, a situation which may be explained in part by the gigantic finances at the disposition of the Vatican and its Jesuits, giving them power in so many spheres, especially since the last conflict. And I want to reiterate the prophecy. Theologians and historians point to two men, the false prophet Jesuit Superior General and the Antichrist Beast Pope, as the two leaders who were responsible for the crimes of humanity in the end times. This reinforces that they are the two horns of the earth beast phase of the Roman beast kingdom in Revelation 13, the false prophet Jesuit Superior General and the Antichrist Beast Pope who pretend to be priests of Messiah, like a lamb, but serve Satan, the dragon, to make war with Messiah and his saints. These are the two leaders who, in Revelation 19, Messiah says will be captured. Dr. Dennis Cuddy says, Mazzini, with Pike, develop a plan for three world wars, so that eventually every nation would be willing to surrender its national sovereignty to a world government. The first war was to end the Tsarist regime in Russia, and the second war was to allow the Soviet Union to control Europe. The third world war was to be in the Middle East between Muslims and Jews and would result in Armageddon. Albert Pike also made this interesting statement in his vision. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in and all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere, the citizens, obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries, will exterminate these destroyers of civilization, and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, finally brought out into the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement, which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. A few things stand out about that statement. First of all, Pike described atheist and nihilist, a person who believes that life is meaningless and rejects all religious and moral principles, saying that they would be provoked to create a bloody turmoil. Look around today and you see the godless Antifa and Black Lives Matters organizations whose leaders proclaim to be trained Marxists. Look at how they conduct themselves, violently attacking other people, looting and destroying property. Antifa and Black Lives Matter are not organic movements, but rather are well-funded, controlled opposition groups that are being used to carry out an evil agenda. We can see the fulfillment of Pike's vision being set up. The second thing that stands out is the statement, those destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity. 
Look at what's taking place right now in America with the strong association of President Trump and Christians. When the godless Antifa and Black Lives Matter take to the streets again, they may target Christians to take out their rage on those who supported Trump, whom they hate. Trump has surrounded himself with Christian pastors. He has repeatedly proclaimed that the prayers and votes of Christians have supported him. This incites hatred from the left towards Christians, who may become the target of their attacks. The desire of the Roman Beast Kingdom leaders is to seek to wipe out Messiah's saints. So this theater, which is being played out in Washington, D.C., may be a planned operation to bring about the fulfillment of Albert Pike's vision, to bring division in the U.S. and civil war. Another perspective is that we see the judgment of the harlot church of Rome on the horizon. So it's Pike referring to the desolation of the Roman Catholic Church, who proclaimed to be Messiah's one true church but teach a false gospel? That would bring the whole narrative full circle. So they're disillusioned with Christianity. So uh, the average Catholic believes that they're a Christian, right? So they believe they're a part of a Christian church. The problem is, is that what the popes teach is a false gospel of works through the sacraments and that Mary is the intercessor to the Father. So those people, and I'm not saying every single Catholic, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm just saying, by and large, if a Catholic is believing what the Pope is saying and not what Scripture is saying, and their faith is in the sacraments and Mary and not in Messiah's atoning work, then they are disillusioned with Christianity. So it's interesting that here we are on the timeline. The judgment of the Harlot Church of Rome is on the horizon. And here's Pike saying that those who are disillusioned with Christianity will be desolated. So just something to think about. In the next video, I'll talk about the Battle of Armageddon and the Seventh Bull Judgment. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.